You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Alan Hahn in for Max. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. What we were just talking about. Um, you see, Alan, I... Yes. Like, wait, what, what, what? He doesn't even know what... what what do you mean? When you walk into the, the planes that Key rides on, when you go on, left, man, that's when you go to first class. <laughs> ah. When you go right, that's economy. Left is towards first class. Seven you know, five sevens, man. Yeah, we know that. All right. Yeah, yeah well. Look, like, has he ever been in a, like, you know, God. the, like, have you walked onto a plane through the tunnel? Like, do you do that? Or did you just go up the stair? You used to just going up the stairs. You hand your bag off to Jeeves and then you just go up, up the steps. When you come out Jay? of a plane, do you wave? Like when you come Jay? Home, the door opens, you step out, you wave. Your social media director takes a picture. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, you're going hard, huh? You're is going this, hard right now. Is this, no, because I, I, I love Bougie Key. That's what I love. I I'm love not, Bougie what, Key. I don't understand no, but where, <laughs> I, where people get this Bougie stuff from. I don't no, get that. I love I'm it, though. So you, you think it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I love no, Bougie I it's Key. Not, it's not that you I work think hard, it's a, Key. Yeah, I do work hard. It's yeah, not <laughs> that it's a bougie thing. I just don't like this. You like the narrative things. that's being set by you all to the general public. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That- mm-hmm. You all, yeah, not even. I just said I just said you travel first class, which is to the left. It's it's compliments. That's all you're I getting. said. I didn't you know, pull out so the tarmac though, like it's, it's like Han like a, over here. It's it like hilarious. A guilt years ago, <laughs> hey, watch out! Years ago, one of my best friends. He he's so funny because. You know, he travels or whatever. He told me one day, he goes, man, the airlines are wrong. They should make people in the coach and economy in that area board in the middle of the plane because they got to go past the people yes. sitting and reclining and, and chilling. I've always felt like that. I, it's just yeah, not. It's awkward, man. The animosity already builds up when you're walking on the plane. Like, oh, look, you get the board first. You get all this room. You're already eating? Hey, How are you eating? Have I you haven't put this? my bag yet. So, Han, when I was um, – when I did you're ESP so and Key, when I did ESP and you for like four or five years, right? Like, I used to make like $30,000 a year. Like, I was working my tail off. Like, going all these different games. And I, I always traveled the economy. Like, I was in the back of the plane all the time. And those moments where you feel like you're being judged by the people in first class when all the overhead <laughs> luggage suits are packed and you got to put your stuff in. And they're like, nah, you can't put your stuff. I'm like, what? There's no other place. Well, you got to check it. Well, I got to check it. There's room right here. It's, it's, now you know, it's a bad never, sign. Now, now yes. you know what's so great about this? He would never go back to that again. No. You see how he floated the But that's the, what he the, did. The, the, you the grind economics out there, you know, just Yeah. You grind he, early. He, he spends that on a night in a hotel now. It's mm. so great. Why, why are you trying to spend it to me? <laughs> I didn't set you up like that. That's exactly what Look, he's trying man, to do. I played in the National Football League. I've been at ESPN seventeen years. And if in if I don't deserve why are you the out of full seventeen yet? years? Like, it's like um 
Yeah, I've so, been here 17. 17? Oh. Yeah. Wait, were you, you were at ESPN longer than you were in the NFL? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a career. That's because I'm – So you're the, really more huh. Keyshawn Johnson, the broadcaster, who also played football. I did a really good job at both. So I've been rewarded the opportunity That's by right. some high-up people, ranking mm. officials. <laughs> high-ranking officials. Yeah, at ESPN <laughs> to make sure that I am a uh, member of their broadcast team yes. for as many years because I've done my job, and I've done it very well whether you like it or not. Who doesn't like it? I was cel- I was merely celebrating it. Well, I just want the like next it. time you're on a jetway, take right, a Jay? take a selfie. Uh, let me you check out, let me check out Twitter, see what they're saying. <laughs> right. Let me check it out. Well, actually, Twitter is getting very involved in our question that just we just not question, but we we talked about before is Shaq's list of superstars in the league and what we consider a superstar. Box office or, or not, right? Or block office, as Jay would say. <laughs> and I was trying to come up with the parameters. Do, do you guys agree with me, though, that the superstar is not just what you do on the court? Like, you, you mentioned, Jay, Kawhi. And it's like, I mean, yeah, Kawhi's a great player. But am I running to the arena to watch him play? Ja Morant is a guy that I'm watching, and I, I, you, you I'm know. I'm running to the arena. On a, on a given night after the game, is everybody going, did you see this dude? Like, So you're, you're telling me, too, Han, like, here's another one. Zion Williamson. Yes, 100%. you're telling me you aren't. This dude is coming in town with 100%. the highlight reel. Now I get that there are levels that he's not an NBA Finals MVP or champion, but like to everyday people, this dude is a superstar. He's built like a freight train and has a 45 inch vertical. It's breathtaking. Like yes. watching him play. I think, play I think is he like, is headed. Damn. I think he could potentially be headed in a direction. I if you called me, Jay, say, man, I got these tickets to the Nets. Zion, come but, to town. What you want to do? Um, Are you going? But, but you know what, Jay? Hold on, man. Is KD playing? Yeah. What about Kyrie? Yeah, they play. All right, I'll come. Mm-hmm. I'll come. But it's almost but like they're like- drawing me to the arena, even though he's playing. If they were not in that arena, me person, me, Joseph Keyshawn, I'm not. I'm not going to pay to see Zion. Well, that's real. Just not you doing refer it. to yourself with it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He I never heard you refer to yourself name. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, me, that's Joseph serious. Keyshawn. Joseph Keyshawn. But, yeah. no, that's very see, serious. I look at this like this. But so, I, I think sorry, there, so we can agree there's they, not I, a lot of people on this list. Though. But I think there it's are superstars, list. Alan. I think for some superstars, the resume is incomplete. But it doesn't mean that they're not a superstar. Right. Right? Like, yeah. like they just get incomplete. Why, like, why they did you They draw stop? audiences. They but trend you, but every if you got time they play. Yes, you don't have to be accomplished. You just have to be somebody that is breathtaking to watch. Yeah, but if you're incomplete, though, Jay, that means you're not there. Well, come on, kid. They're going to get paid. They're going to get paid like they're there. But that's based the on the same. market. That's based on the team, the marketplace, and where they're at. When, when we're, where we're not talking about paychecks, phrase. where they're talking, at is the key when, phrase. When I you know say I mean? superstar, Jay, I'm talking. Are they moving units? Are they moving shoes? Yes. Are they scoring points? Are they hitting the All Star games? Or are they going every single year or every other year to a championship? Or, or, or are they in the MVP conversation every single year? To me, that's superstar. So Jimmy like Butler's not a superstar? I mean... Again, <laughs> I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking you the question. Is he I think he's not going to a championship every year? I think he's a star. Ooh. Yeah. He's an I think all-star. I mean, dude dropped 50. I, I, I think he's all-star. a star, Jay. I hear you. It's just superstars at a whole nother yeah. level. 
Like you could be it for like, just like, a couple of years and not be it ever again. Like I like agree Derek that Rose. there's levels I was to just about to, I was just about to say in my own career, early on, I headed out to the superstar status. Then I tailed off the star status. And then at that point I was just a guy, then I was out of the league. But I do That's feel like the if, way it goes. If if you're if we are talking I, I, I see this is all about perspective. If we are talking about you are part of a group that it, that represents less than zero 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 one percent of the world. If you're like top ten, top fifteen of that group, how are you not a superstar? How are you not a superstar? Like there are levels to superstar them. I agree that you're not at the upper echelon of superstardom, but come on now. Like, put it into perspective about how many people we're realistically talking about here like in the you, world. You, I, I, let me see if I could do it this way for you, uh, Jay. If they were rock and roll superstars, if Steph Curry was a rock and roll superstar, will he sell out MetLife? James, give us give us some uh, rock and roll. No, I'm su- asking you, though. Will he sell out MetLife? If he was... If if he was the equivalent to a rock and roll superstar, yeah, would he yeah, sell yes. out MetLife? Yes. LeBron James. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Giannis. Yes. Jimmy Butler. Probably mm. no, not as much. That's my whole point. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, rock and roll. Like if you're going that way, like instead rock of and roll is different though. MetLife. No, he it's was, not. But, but, but would he sell out? But would he sell out <laughs> Barclays? You know, that uh, no. Yeah, he probably right? sells an out arena, Barclays, but he's probably not a stadium. Op- he's probably the opening act at MetLife. Yeah, he needs, yeah, but, he but, needs but, somebody else. But, but also, key like is KD selling out crowds like that? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Watch, I don't know man. about 100%, 100%, that. Hundred yeah, no, percent. There's something KD different is. watching him play basketball. I agree. It's something different, even, but it's even, not the same. Even, it's not the same even, pop that you have with Steph, LeBron, and that's the maddening thing about them not going to the Garden. But also. Kyrie is, believe it or not, because oh, yeah. small small people, when I say small, I mean young kids, they like Kyrie and Steph and LeBron and them. Young kids may or may not like Giannis because of the position he plays and his size. So not I relatable. all, no, where young people like Shaq because Shaq was funny and he felt he made you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. even though he was a giant. Key, I just don't Where, know how you don't have John Morant or Zion Williamson in this conversation. I, I don't think they're there yet, but I don't think they're there yet. Luke, is Luca not there yet? I don't think what? Luca's there yet, what? Man. man. I know you like his game, and I just don't think he. That's just me. Doesn't mean that I'm right or I'm wrong. That's no, just no, me. I hear you. Like, I'm not paying. To go see Luca play basketball. I'm paying to go see Luca play. I'm paying to go see Luca, Ja Morant, and Zion Williamson I'll, I'll, I'll play pay, basketball. I'll, I'll pay to go see Luca play if he's playing against. What's interesting the in Warriors? What's interesting though about this, about both of you, is you're both right. Here's why: Jay, you are just so deep into basketball that you see it differently than Key does. Key is seeing it as an observer, a fan, somebody who likes it. But you are just so it's a different perspective. So what Key's saying is, Key's giving you the general audience response. Jay's giving you the, the guy who knows the game response, right? The, the, the guy who's the basketball lifer response. So that, that's what makes, I think, this, this whole thing interesting. And it's certainly a conversation we can come back to, and everybody can join in at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Our members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. 
All right, let's move on to hot news or not news. Hot news or not news. You ready, Jeremy? I wasn't ready until the music dropped. Drop, 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 drop. Now you're ready. This is sneaky hot news. Hot news. (laughs) Hot news or not news time. All right, let's get into it. It's Alan Hahn in for Max. And normally hot news or not news is saved for the NFL stuff. But since today is the beginning of NBA free agency, Let's bring in Bobby Marks, our ESPN NBA front office insider, to play a little hot news or not news. You ready for this, Bobby? Let's go. Good gracious. Bodacious. Let's get it. Atlanta Hawks. This is really difficult for me to get through. They get (laughs) Deontay Murray from the Spurs. Is that to you, Bobby, hot news or not news? Oh, I think it's hot news. I mean, you upgrade as far as you you remove Danelle Gallinari. You add Murray, an all-star, prime of his career. I think the question now is that – you know, who's your primary ball handler, right? Two guys that need the ball in their hands with him and Trey Young. I would say this is hot news. And I also say, Bobby, that, you know, Trey Young, you know, watching him grow up, AU basketball, even in college, played a lot of his career off the ball. Yep. So I, I do think that these guys playing together for USA Basketball has helped their relationship. There's a close bond. I think that could be worked through. I, I do think this is big-time news. And also – I mean, what are, the, what are the Knicks doing? Why? I really thought why? they were going to go why? for DeJounte Murray. Why go there? Because I said it yesterday to you, huh? I could tell, tell you why, and Bobby, tell me if this is not a factor. Clutch Sports represents Murray, represents Trey. They wanted this to happen. They wanted it in Atlanta, and they got it. Well, I think if New York would have probably given three unprotected ones, you probably would have gotten it done. <laughs> but I do think, you know, certainly, you know, as far as him going to New York, I mean, I think, I think there was just an apprehension as far as giving up you know, unprotected ones. All right. We move on. Hot news or not news with Bobby Marks. Bradley Beal declined his option with the Wizards. Is that hot news or not news? That is not news. I think when you see free agency starts, probably the likelihood is that, you know, Beal goes back to Washington for uh, – I'm not even going to say the number. It's a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new phrase today, quarter of a billion. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's hot news. I think Bradley Bill is one of the top players in the league. I think he is uniquely gifted and talented. It's just, man, there, there's certain players that you want to see have a chance to win championships, and I don't know if we'll ever see that with Bradley Bill in the Wizards uniform. See, that, that right there is hot news in itself. Everything you just said, Jay, is why there's only a handful of superstars in the NBA, and he is certainly getting ready to get paid like – a top superstar, but yet and still, you said you don't see him ever winning a championship as a wizard. Moving on with hot news or not news with Bobby Marks. Patty Mills opted out. He's a free agent. Is that hot news or not news? Well, that's hot news. I mean, this Nets roster has seven players right now. They have two players coming off their bench, and they've got limited resources. If he goes somewhere else, um, it is going to be tough sledding for the Nets as far as how they build out this bench. Bobby, he was important for the Nets last year. Agreed. I, I think this is hot news. Also, I mean, off that news, uh, there are a lot of rumors speculating that the Nets may try to make a move for DeAndre Ayton and letting up a pick, Joe Harris, and another asset potentially. So it, there's a lot of movement to be said about what will happen when free agency starts this evening. Yeah, I would say that's probably not news. Yeah, not, not news. <laughs> I look at their finances. Like I'm like, how probably is he not, getting yeah, there? Fair, that's right. what I'm going to take with the Sunday <laughs> offering. Wait, wait, wait for a, me to build that up. You break that down, Bobby. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> sorry, hey, I'm Jay. not the only one that should be taking shrapnel today, Jay. <laughs> uh, the Kings are declining 
Dante DiVincenzo's qualifying offer, which allows him to become a free agent. Is that hot news or not news, Bobby Marks? Can I say medium news? I mean, is there a word for medium news? I just think it's it's not news because it's a marquee guy, but I think this free agent class is so average at best to poor that it just adds another player who can go out there without the restricted tag. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's kind of medium news yeah. to me. I'm indifferent on it. You're just giving it, you're just giving it a meh. Right? Yeah, like that. I mean, I, I, I think yeah. it's hot news for Dante because he doesn't have to be in Sacramento anymore. That's no? a good point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. How about Bobby Portis? As we are now getting deeper into Freezy, uh, declining his four point six million dollar option. He has played relatively cheap over the last couple of years with Milwaukee. Is that hot news or not? I news? think it's only hot news if he doesn't go back to Mo- to the Bucks. I think if he, you know they're restricted as far as what they can pay him, four years, $49 million, is a team with cap space, go out and get him. Because if they lose him, um, I mean, that's that, they're like in that situation with Brooklyn as far as building out that depth with you know limited resources. I, I think that's why it's hot news uh, for a team that a lot of people thought, including myself, that if they had Chris Middleton this season – they would have beaten Boston and gotten back to a world championship. And like you said, Bobby, like th- that, that depth is something that's important. And Bobby Portis brings a certain element of toughness to this team. He is forever loved in Milwaukee because of that mentality. Key, he's taken less than really his market value to be in Milwaukee. They won a championship. It's time to cash in, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you, well, it depends on how old you are, right? Your, your age, to me, dictates what you're really chasing. If you are a young guy – who's won already, now it's time to get the money. If you're an older guy who's got a bunch of money and now you're up, you may not be chasing the money as much as you are the ring. So it just depends on where you're at in your career. He's a medium-aged guy who won a championship and, and is a key piece to what they're doing. So you would think that he now it's time for him to get paid. Uh, all right, continuing with Bobby Marks. James Harden declined his $47 million option. Is this hot news or not news? It's hot news, and I know this is going to bother Keyshawn because he is actually leaving money on the table <laughs> as far as that that number where he's going to come back at. It's basically the, the Sixers are going to go out and sign two players to the mid-level, one to the mid-level, one to the $4 million biannual, and whatever they can fit under the hard cap, that is going to be Harden's next number. Is it $34 million? Is it $35 million? He's going to take a $13 million haircut so this roster can improve. You know what, Bobby? It is hot news, and it doesn't bother me. The reason it doesn't bother me because he's made a couple hundred million yeah. dollars in his career. Tennis shoe money. Remember, I just said it depends on where you are in your career for you to take a little bit of a haircut. It's not like he went from 47 to 20, right? He's <laughs> still right. over $30 million, and the total numbers will kick him well over $100 million. So I'm okay with it as far as that goes. I just don't know, no matter who they bring into Philadelphia that it would be enough to win a championship. I, I think it would be close if they're able to get P.J. Tucker yeah. and potentially another asset. And here's what I will say. For a lot of people that have brought up this whole narrative around James Harden that he is selfish. And I'm not saying that there aren't some issues to deal with as relates to his weight, but he was also injured. And hopefully this starts to dispel some of these things that James Harden – wants not only to do what's in his best interest, but he recognizes that his best interest is to win a world championship, which means he has to help Philadelphia build out their roster the right way, Bobby. Jay, I think when we're looking at, when we get to next year, James Harden will be on one of these all-NBA teams. Yes, I agree. I, I'm telling you, like, and I'm, I'm pretty down on him from this past year. I think there's, we haven't seen the, the last of James Harden here. 
I, I think sometimes when you go through this, Allen, like the way it happened this year for him, coming off injury, still trying to find himself. But like sometimes, you know, when you get beat up like that, it's a humbling experience. And we all know how petty dudes are. Uh, even though James Harden doesn't talk to the media a lot, I think that roller coaster of a ride definitely has given him a ton of motivation this offseason. Yeah, hearing all the criticism. Bobby, from a front office perspective, how does this work now with Harden? So he opts out. He is a free agent, but you've got to already have sort of an understanding with him, right? Because you're not going to go out and sign guys thinking ahead, well, now we can only offer you less because of what we did here. How does that all work so they can do what we think they're going to do and still sign him? No, I mean, there's been a straight line of communication between him and, and Daryl Morey, their, their head of basketball operations, as far as laying out the plan, as far as what they're going to go out and get. Is it P.J. Tucker? Is it Victor Oladipo? Players like that. And Harden's basically going to sit back, let them operate, sign those players, and then they'll work out a long-term deal. I, I think the big thing will be just, is it, is it four years? Is it three years? Um, how, is it all guaranteed? I think most of it will probably be at least you know, you know, fully guaranteed here. Is it a surprise to you? Are you are you pleasantly surprised to hear I this? I give him a lot of credit. I think the easy thing would have been him to say, you know what, I'm just going to opt in and play out the year. I think this is where the relationship with, with Daryl comes from, being in Houston, mm-hmm. yeah. as far as trading for him. So I, I, get, I know, hey, $47 million is a ton of money, but I give him credit to work with the organization to add to what they're trying to do. And, Bobby, I would say, you know, on uh, everything that this team has gone through, and look – the center of attention was even Doc Rivers. Daryl Morey is kind of like stuck to his guns here on a lot of different things. Like, all right, we're keeping Doc in place. Hey, Joel and B. Like, you know, people feel like we haven't surrounded you with enough talent, but now it's time to start doing that. And it, it's it's looking like Daryl Morey's you know risk may may pay off here. Well, and it's so hard. I mean, Jay, you know this. It's so hard. You get that knee-jerk reaction after you lose to Miami, and then everyone wants to change. Everyone doesn't want James Harden. Doc wants to get fire Doc Rivers, you know, trade this guy. And they're going to be, as you see in this free agency class, if you have a roster that you have already eight or nine players of really good players, you're already ahead of the, you know, of everyone else. Agreed. I mean, it's only going to be more like what happens in Philadelphia with that team, especially coming off of how it ended. Boy, it's going to be really compelling to watch these next couple of weeks and how they shape that roster. Bobby, thanks as always. Good to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, All right. Keith thanks, Bobby. Jay Will and Max Allen Hahn in for Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. As we move on, speaking of Philadelphia, we have another team in that town. They think they're an all-star team on Broad Street. That's next on ESPN Radio, Series XM, Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com 
slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Everyone's focused on Jalen Hurts. They decided to go down the Jalen Hurts is our guy road. He has a lot of fire there. He has great leadership abilities. This is a great situation for Jalen to take the reins, to grow, to develop, and get this team back to the playoffs. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Alan Hahn. I'm in for Max. Key with me here. Key, if, um, if you were a teammate of Miles Sanders and saw what he said about the Eagles and how we feel like it's an all-star team. Would you have some words with him? Uh, probably not because teams that I've been on, I don't think we've ever had. It's just weird because I've never had any of my teammates say stuff like that. Like I've been on teams that had veteran players that did things in the league even when I was young. The veteran players just kind of, you know, it's all about the locker room and, and oh, yeah. that sort of makeup. I think the makeup might be a little different in Philadelphia, so a guy like that says something. But mm-hmm. when you're on a veteran team, you just it, it's totally different. Young guys don't say nothing. They keep their mouth shit. <laughs> well, Booger McFarlane can join us right now, our ESPN football analyst, and I'm curious if you have, the Booger, that same kind of uh, perspective because what Sanders says gets fans like Pat Costello, one of our producers, a big Eagles fan, and he's uh, beside himself like, why would you say that? Why would you put that kind of pressure on us? But as a player, would you say that to a teammate if, if he said what Miles Sanders said? Um, it, it really wouldn't bother me, man. It's it's the end of June. Nobody's really worried about that right now. Uh, you know, coming from Keyshawn, a guy who never did be quiet while we played together, I'm surprised <laughs> he's not defending Miles Sanders a little bit more. Yeah, I was, but Boog, but I was. That wasn't me. I didn't say stuff like that. I may have antagonized my opponent on a one-on-one. Uh, uh, a pre-production meeting, something like that. But I'm not going to sit there and say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we we feel like an all-star. We're a rock star team. We get in a run shop on the NFL. I would never say that. Right, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. And the reason we look at it like this, guys, is, is because most of the time we like our teams to be seen and not heard. You go out, perform, do the job, do everything the right way, and let everyone else talk about you. Well, this is a little different, and, and, and I'm having to learn this, Key. Like, dealing with this generation, dealing with these these uh, these youngsters, man, they talk, they post, they they tell you everything they're going to do before they, before they do it, and it's really not a problem unless you can't back it up. Now, I think the Eagles are going to be really good this year. I don't know if they're the best team in the East, though. I still think that's the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys because they got the best quarterback in the East. So uh, it's cool. Like, it's good summer fodder for us to talk about. But in the end, if Jalen Hurts is not what we think he can be and shows the improvement as a passer, like none of this is really going to matter. Like we heard this with Vince Young several years ago when Vince Young said Dream Team, right? And we saw how that worked out. So I just think it's it's cool to talk about right now. By the time told me to leather key uh, after Labor Day, I don't think we're going to be thinking about this anymore. So, you you, you know, you mentioned the Vince Young situation, and I said this about the Miles Sanders situation. Outside of a handful of guys that made a Pro Bowl or two, they ain't got no perennial Pro Bowl players. Now I'm not, and I'm not talking about the twelfth alternate. I'm talking about dudes year, the, the year in, year out. They gonna be on that ballot. They gonna be making it, and they making deep runs in the playoffs. If that was the case, that'd be something totally different. So, you know, I get it. 
it's fun, like you say, in summertime. We if they if they put up, we'll be talking about it. If they shut up, we won't be saying nothing. Yeah, I think what they have though, Key, is 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 they have a young team that's hungry. And let's not forget when you and I played together, Key, like the like our median age was what I mean on our team was by, by that time was thirty. 31 maybe, like the median age for the Eagles is probably 25. So, like, these guys are looking at it totally different. I just think it's a different time with how guys work out, how guys – like, Key, you didn't even come to Tampa to work out. You just showed hey, up man, one day hey, and, like, man, oh, hey, man, Key, man, man, don't, be tell, don't be telling I'm everybody saying, my Key, secrets. You didn't. <laughs> 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 but I came ready, though. I, I was a veteran player Correct. that knew right. what I needed to do. I didn't need to do it playing golf with Booger in the afternoon. <laughs> no, I didn't need to do that. Oh, you don't remember the time, Boog. We all remember when I hit the wall in my car after after the uh Sambuca room. <laughs> the first yeah. time I had the first time I had mojitos. Oh Lord, I gotta tell you that story, huh? It was I was down there. I happened to go for one of our OTA sessions and uh we went after practice and had a few cocktails and it was very interesting. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Something involving a wall and a car. Oh, <laughs> exactly. It's amazing that you are still here. Booger McFarland joining us here. It's Alan Hahn and Keyshawn Johnson on KJM ESPN Radio. Um, some people may be accusing Key of having a few too too many mojitos when he made this list, Boog, and I want to see what you think of this. So he, he made a list of scariest quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's basically scary means – who keeps you up at night? Coaches up no. at night the night yes. before, right? The right. The coaches, coordinator. right, up at night before you play them. His list five through one. So the last one I tell you will be the number one player. He has Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and at the very top of the list, Lamar Jackson. Is he missing anyone? And there should there not be someone on this list? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, the list is subjective. I think what Key looks at is Key. He's looking at it from a football perspective, not a fan perspective. And here's what I mean by football. So Tom Brady is not on the list. Well, he Tom Brady shouldn't be on the list because he's not going to keep us up at night. Because I know where he's going to be at. Tom Brady is going to be about five yards behind the center, sitting back there like an iron deer on the front lawn. So I know where he's going to be. I don't have to guess. When I go to sleep at night and wake up the next morning, he's going to be in the same spot. The people that Key has on that list. Those guys, most of them are elusive. Those guys can move around. They can make plays. They have a rocket arm. I can't remember if I heard Patrick Mahomes' name. But the guys who can be and, 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 and throw and make plays off script, those are the guys that keep coordinators up at night. Those are the guys because you have no idea where they're going to be. It's kind of like key in the offseason. You have no idea where he's going to be. <laughs> Is he going to show up? Is he not going to show up? Those are the guys that keep us up at night. That, and, and, and that, see, so – you're talking to Booger. You're listening to Booger McFarland, ESPN football analyst, football analyst, and two-time Super Bowl champion. Not a knucklehead that doesn't watch film. A guy who understands exactly what keeps defensive coordinators up at night. So I was going to pose this question to you, Booger. You played against Kurt Warner. We played against Kurt Warner. We played against Michael Vick. And I was explaining to the guys, I said, Kurt Warner's a Hall of Famer. Kurt Warner was phenomenal. But Michael Vick kept my defense up at night. Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, Oz Hakeem, they kept the defense up at night. Not Kurt Warner. 
but no one wants to believe me. They think because it's the quarterback and he throws the ball and he checks in and out of plays that that is what keeps DCs up at night. And I'm trying to tell them, Book, I'm glad you came on without me texting you or calling you for what to say. You did it on your own. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, because it, first of all, there's no question. First time you've ever told me you was proud of me. I mean, that's the first 44 years of my life I finally got that. <laughs> Uh, second of all, I'd rather go against Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, all these guys, Matt Ryan, all these guys, Kurt Warner, they're going to be in one spot. I would hate to face Michael Vick. I'd hate to face Kyler Murray. I'd hate to face Lamar Jackson. Because, Han, here's the thing. I can have a great rush and do everything I want to uh, do as a defensive lineman or defensive end, and they're still not going to be there when I get back there. Mm-hmm. And so the unpredictability that they provide an offense is the thing that worries you most. See, football players, like, we're creatures of habit. If I beat the guard, I know where the quarterback, or I want to know where the quarterback is going to be. If I get back there and he's not there, that's a problem because I can't, I can't scheme for what I don't know, and that's what bothers defensive players and defensive coordinators. That makes a ton of sense. With that in mind, Jeremy Fowler said something to us earlier in the show that he's hearing around the league that I'm curious to what you think of this. Is that he said a lot of people around the league – don't see Lamar Jackson as a top 10 quarterback. Yet, Key, you, and and I'm sure a lot of other defenders say, no, no, this guy keeps you up at night. So how does that make sense? So um, he keeps you up at night. Uh, he's, he's won an MVP. Yep. And his style of football has took the league by storm. Here's what I'll say. It's time for Lamar to take the next step. Like, Lamar's going to get his money. Eventually, they're going to pay him. And once he gets his $200 million, which he deserves, now what's going to be the next step? Because I think we've seen so far that the run around and rush for a lot of yards, it hasn't won you anything. And so I think for Lamar, again, this league hasn't really changed a lot, guys. Like, in order to put points on the board, the guy that touches the ball Every single play. Let me say this. In order to put points on the board and win a championship, the guy that touches the ball every single play has got to make plays, throwing the football down the field, and you got to do it consistently. Lamar has to continue to improve in that realm. And if and when he does is when the Baltimore Ravens offense is going to take off. Like, you can't line up and Franco Harris me to death anymore like and, and run the football down the field. You've got to throw the football. So I can see where he's scary, Han. I can also see where some teams or some players may not say he's top 10 because would you rather face Lamar as a runner or Mm -hmm. Lamar as a passer? If you told me this, if you said, hey, I can guarantee you Lamar Jackson is not leaving the pocket today, I'd I'd go against Lamar Jackson all day long. But the element when he can leave the pocket and create is what makes him scary, okay, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense, and it might explain it, but I love the idea also that it is time for him to take that next step, as he is, of course, as the Ravens are waiting for him to take the contract extension that they're waiting to sign him to. Hey, Book, thanks so much for the time. Good to catch up with you, and I'm glad you finally got some kudos from Keyshawn Johnson. Yes, it took a while. I'm just glad Key shows up consistently now because back when we played together, the only time I knew Key was going to be there was on Sunday. He might skip a practice or two every now and then. All season, you never saw him. But on Sunday, Keyshawn always showed up. It's the only day that matters. That's and they McFarland. talk about AI practice. practice. You're telling me about practice? No, this oh, is Keyshawn J. Will and Max Allen Hunt in for Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we'll let Key react to what uh, Book just said there about Lamar Jackson. We're also going to hear from callers about 
How, who in the NBA is an actual superstar? Your turn to react to Shaq is next on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Allen Hahn in for Max and Key. Uh, just wanted to give you the opportunity to react to how Booger McFarlane explained the reason why a lot of people around the league aren't looking at Lamar Jackson as a top 10 quarterback, which is something Jeremy Fowler told us earlier in the show, his explanation is very interesting in the fact that he said, if he was just sitting in the pocket, I wouldn't be as afraid of him as if he, but the fact that he is elusive is what makes him so scary as a runner more than as a passer. Well, yeah, because the off-schedule plays can kill you. It can be detrimental to your defense in a heartbeat. He didn't win the MVP because he sat back and threw the football 50 times a game. He won the MVP because he utilized his skill set, which was his legs, his smarts, his wits, as well as his arm. And this is what this list is all about when we talk about scariest quarterbacks keeping defensive coordinators up at night. We're right. talking about the Lamar Jackson, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray. You heard Booker McFarlane say he'd rather play against Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Warner, uh, uh, Matthew Stat, all these dudes he'd rather play against because he knows where they're going to be. We have mm-hmm. no idea where Lamar Jackson is going to be. And, and as far as people around the league, look, he's not for everybody, okay? There some people, if they if you handed them, him to them, they'd still say he should go play wide receiver, even though he already has an MVP at quarterback because they don't believe in it. They don't like it. It's not what they're accustomed to, and that's the reality of it. But guess what? He's won a lot of games in this league as a young kid. He hasn't even gotten to middle age or adulthood yet as far as the NFL quarterback carousel goes. He's still a kid. What does he have to do then? Because you heard Book say, obviously, that he's got to take it to the next level. He's got to prove. He still has, even though he's got the MVP and all the winning that he does when he's in a lineup with the Ravens, but he's got to do He's got to do more to prove. Everybody else has to do. Win in the playoffs. Yeah. Win consistently in the playoffs. 
Matthew Stafford won this year consistently in the playoffs, the three games in the Super Bowl. He has to do that. He has to do what Peyton Manning eventually done was winning the playoffs. And until then, people are going – even if he took the same style and they went and won the Super Bowl, nobody would say anything. They'd be like, oh, my God, I need to get one of those guys just like that. I was just going to ask you that. Do. Then it becomes they, copycat. That's exactly what they would do. Interesting. But, but with all that said, wouldn't Patrick Mahomes then be number one on your list because of it's, it is off script and off schedule and you don't know where he's going to be yeah. at times? He's not yeah, as he, fast. He, he can be one on the list. Okay, let's move him to one. If it makes everybody happy, let's just move him to one. It's not about making Patrick Mahomes happy. is one, and I'm going to put Lamar Jackson at two. That, so every James is happy now. I don't have no, to worry about well, that's him uh, looking for She's me sad. or nothing like that. Mm hmm. This is your list. It has to make you happy. We're back in time. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and you would see Obi-Wan Kenobi do this all the time. It's called Jedi Mind Tricks. He's like, you will not be doing this, and waves his two fingers across, right? I don't want to offend anybody, yeah. but I don't even know who Obi-Wan Ob- right. Kenobi Obi-Wan is. Kenobi, oh, I got you. Up What's until up? a couple years ago, I thought it was Dark Vader. Yeah, Dark Vader. Wow. I thought it was lifesaver. Oh, everyone, everyone, every I little guess. kid thought it was lifesaver when they were. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Oh, I took out the lifesaver. It's even the same color as the lifesaver. It's like green, red, That's blue. The candy. Yeah. The red ones are the best. The red ones are the best. I like the yellow ones personally. This man said Abba Wabba. No, no, no. The red one is the dark side. That's the evil one. No. The green the one is Yoda. Oh, you're. No, wait, are we talking about the actual lightsaber or you're talking about the candy now? Yeah, it was the candy. Was the, yeah, I, I, go thought, with, I, I go with the red one, too. I thought, Han, for years, and I'm not a big Star Wars guy or anything like that, clearly, right? I thought it was clearly. dark. <laughs> I thought tell. it was dark, dark Vader, not Darth. Yeah. And I thought it was life savers, like not, candy. Not a lightsaber? <laughs> not a lightsaber because I don't, you know. Come on, man. I, that's what I thought. I mean, this man said Abba Wabba in, Abba Wabba. in reference to Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Um, yeah, whatever mm. it was, Obi Wan, Abba Wabba, Wabba. It's not Abba Wabba. It's not. Abba Wabba. Okay, well, you're a Star Wars guy. I get it. You you dress up in the costumes and wait outside in long lines for the movie. I understand. I've only I've done that, that once. All right, just because you do it once, it doesn't make it a trend. I dressed up as Yoda for Halloween a couple years ago, and people were really intimidated. They're like, oh, what is what's Yoda, 6'2"? I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a <laughs> tall-ass Yoda. That's, That's right. Give me your candy. Big you didn't have Yoda. to put makeup on or anything, right, Jay? <laughs> you, That's wrong. You can see my face right now. <laughs> but so, or, so this, a couple I'll of be Yoda, you'll today. be Dark Vader, Key. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Wow. We have, we have discussed wow. a lot so, of different things. Oh, 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 so you can make oh, fun no. of my face and, and makeup. No, no. I, can't, I can't call you Dark Vader? This is where I lay out. Interesting. Yeah, you might want to lay out on this because <laughs> if you say anything, Han, you yeah, might get canceled. I, you get cut, Han. Huh? You get cut on this show. <laughs> well, I think you're okay, Jay. You, you, you are all right with me. We're know? good. We're good here, Key. Hey, Han. Yeah. Uh, what was the last time you worked with us other than this week? How long has it been? Um... It wasn't that long ago. I think it was before. I think it was before the holidays, before Christmas. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but he's already comfortable. I mean, we come back with production and even listen to it. So clearly, he's getting comfortable. He's getting real, you know, comfortable in that host seat on this show. Yeah, because maybe Pat and James aren't in his ear to make sure that he's listening during all the production, like they do oh, to that's me. A, we tell everyone to listen, not <laughs> just you. Maybe, yeah, well, it doesn't seem don't, like that's working, does it, James? Don't, don't really Clearly. know but, why, but, why we start doing this all of a sudden. No, like, it's I all mean, good. I, I'm I, comfortable because I enjoy working with the people I work with. I got no consequences like on this show. 
And I mean, you know, let's be honest. I mean, it's eventually there'll be a new producer and things are going to change around here. So why follow the rules now? Alan's comfortable and Evans checked out. So what is this is a great, <laughs> great, great time in this right. show's history. What a, fl- right now. what a flip here that the producers checked out and the host isn't. That, that never happens. So well, anyway. what I was going to ask you, Han, you like you like Michael Jackson, huh? Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah, good. Oh, good. we're going to do this Chris Brown thing? No, 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 no. Don't, no, don't bring no, that up. No, I was going to say, take a look at Jay's nose. Doesn't it remind you of early this Michael man is Jackson? Childish. Pre, he is pre a kid. surgeries? It, what do you mean? I can't you see can't Jay take right a look now, at so my nose. We're on radio, numb nut. Going, not going to. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not in the studio with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, wish you said, I wish you'd have said something really derogatory and got in trouble, Jay. <laughs> Honestly. I'm not the one to be talking about noses, let's be honest. So I'll See, just. I'll you're a smart man, Han. You didn't co sign yeah. it, which means you're not complicit. I'm not anything at this point. All I'm trying to do is keep us on track. A number is 888 say ESPN, 888 729 3776. We suggest you call it because there were a lot of people that wanted to react, sound off to what Shaq said about superstars in the NBA. We had this debate about it what makes a superstar. And, it, and like I said, yeah, at KJ and Max as well on Twitter, a lot of reactions about it, especially involving John Morant. Let's get to some calls on this right now. We begin with Rudy in New Orleans. Rudy? What's down, fellas? What's, What's good, Rudy? Rudy? What's up, Wody? Nothing much. <laughs> Say, look, uh, I agree with Shaq. When, when y'all first said he chose four people, I actually called out the four names in my head. Because, I mean, it's, it's more than what's on the court. It's definitely – it's like basketball is the platform. And what makes him a superstar is everything else. Mm-hmm. And it really can't – you really can't say finals, finals MVP because Iverson, Iverson is still a superstar in my mind. And he never Max. got a finals final, – never office. got a finals MVP. You know what right, I'm saying? Rudy. Right, Rudy? Bo- box office. Bo- I'm, I'm buying box a ticket off. to watch that guy play. Home box office, you hear me? But, 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 one thing, <laughs> but one thing I can say about him, you, though, he didn't get it, but he got there, and he also got an MVP. But everything else outweighed him not getting the championship because it's AI. It's the front of Source Magazine. It's the front of whatever you want to – it's the shoes. He's it's the culture. It's the cornrows. It's the tats. It's the I'm going to be me. That supersedes the championship when you start talking about superstardom. It's a a different kind of superstardom. Willie's in Ohio. Real quick, Willie. I just want to chime in. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I wanted to say I agree with both sides of the argument, um, both with Keyshawn and and Jay Will. Love both you guys, too. You guys bring great dynamic to the show. I want to say I disagree with Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler, compared to a rock star, he would be like an Andre 3000. And I say that because Andre 3000 hasn't put out a, a solo album, but he could still sell out of the arena. I think I, that Jimmy Butler just has that kind of um, yeah, persona of a, and personality. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, part of a duo, is fantastic. On his own, See, the maybe only, not as much. The only thing that kind of sometimes you, you wonder about Jimmy Butler, right, there's nothing that really like pops off the page with him, you know? Like, he puts up numbers. He is that dude. It yeah. just doesn't jump off the page the way the others do. I just think different. it's a diff- it's it's not about just what you do on the court, you know, stats and all that other stuff. And even the winning part. As much as we love winning, you know, during the season, in the middle of the season in January, 
I want to go watch certain people play because it's compelling to watch them play. I think that's what makes a superstar more than anything in this league. That's what makes this list is going to be interesting to make. A lot of people want to sound off. A lot of people want to tell us who they think is a superstar in the league. We're going to let you do that coming up next. 888-ESPN. How about if a player who didn't even play this year, is he a superstar? Next, ESPN Radio, Series XM, Channel 8. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.